do you know what the early humans look like? Were they just like crawling and shit? They look like nematodes, bro. <laughs> they, they had fucking pronated shoulders. They had a hunch in their back from picking up f- fucking berries. <laughs> you sleep. Just- you have the option of sleeping more than eight hours a day. The other motherfucker was stressed out of his gourd because a bear might rip his throat out. You would fold this guy like a draft. Listen, if you think I would kick the shit out of my primitive ancestor, then I'm going to have to take your word on it. Yeah. But when the time comes that we have the technology to go back in time, <laughs> I'm not going to explore or look at art in the Renaissance era. I'm going back to like 200 BC, and I'm just going to have a stick, and I'm going to fight <laughs> my great, 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 great grandpa, and I'm going to fuck his ass up. Yeah. I Best think- believe I'm going <laughs> to kick this fool's ass, dog. He will get folded like a lawn chair. Squingy Vin. How you doing? Squingy Vin. Rigatoni Phil. Saturday. It's a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. It's a pleasure to have you today on the Sunday Source. We're recording this the day before it goes up on a Saturday. Why? Because we're efficient. Did I want to sleep in today? Yes, I did. Did I sleep in today? No, I didn't. We're here. We're ready to work. We're ready to put on a show. How you doing, Vin? You know, I'd be doing better if my most recent video wasn't a 9 out of 10. This damn YouTube feature, man. While, while it's beautiful... And it can help you with analytics. If you get that one, two, three, four, even a freaking five out of ten, I'm smiling. I'm feeling good. You get that nine out of ten, you start to get angry. You start to get a little green. You start to morph into a hulking figure. You can't control your mood swings. You do a podcast with your bite, and you're feeling a little bit tight, a little bit tight. Got to loosen up, you know? Now... We talk about this a lot. We have talked about this a lot. Do you think this feature is a net positive for YouTubers' mental health or no? It's tough to say. It's very high, high, very I'm going to say no. You're going to say no? (laughs) Because if you're dealing with high highs and low lows, there's no balance. The key, we've talked about this before, the key is to stay at a state of homeostasis, all right? Not feeling too good, not feeling too shitty, just kind of coasting. That seems to be the sweet spot in life. The YouTube feature... That ranks your videos from your last 10. You know, you get excited. Oh, I came up with this cool idea. Trying a new thumbnail. The title's good. Great content. You put it out. And then you see a 9 out of 10. You start to think, what went wrong? No. You see, the reality is, even if you get a 1 out of 10, it could be factors out of your control. Sometimes I make a video, and I think it's absolute dog water. I'm not passionate about the subject matter. Okay? I'm not appreciative of the total vision of this project. Mm -hmm. And everyone laps it up like fucking peanut butter Mm -hmm. on a hot summer's day. Yes, sir. Sometimes I post an absolute banger in my mind. I get a 9, sometimes an 8. And sometimes a 10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's it's a punch to the chest. You can't, you can't let it. We keep it moving. We you, keep it moving. You can't let it dictate your worth as a creator. I'm. You're more than an algorithm. Thank you. I'm going to manifest this right now. That nine will climb. It rhymes. It, it doesn't even matter. Just say though. it with me. No, it that doesn't. nine will climb. Come the on, nine... we, have to, we have to say it in unison okay. or it won't happen. The, the nine, nine will, will climb. climb. Yes. The nine will climb. No, I already said it. We got to do it three times or it does, it's invalid. Okay. The Ready? nine and will climb. The nine will climb. The nine will, will climb. climb. Wow. By the end of this podcast, it might be an eight. <laughs> we're gonna have to. Ju- we're gonna have to double check that. But yeah, welcome back to the show. I mean, you know, we got to tell you guys where we're at mentally, what we're what we're doing, give you guys a little peek behind the curtain of, of what goes on a YouTuber's day to day. 
Regardless, we got big things coming on Nintendo. <laughs> I thought you were going to say on the Sunday sauce. <laughs> we got big things coming. We got on big the things coming, you know. You know, we got we got great conversations to be had. Yeah. Tell me about your week. Tell me about this new swagger you got going on. Today. I mean, I came on this podcast a week ago and I said, I'm going to start dressing. Dressing up, you know, establishing an aesthetic. Yeah. Why? Because I see all these other people out there. It looks like they roll out of bed and there's no thought. There's no self-expression. It's just, oh, same Hane t-shirt and my gym shorts. Listen, oh. when you look good, you feel good. Yeah. It's basic science. That Plus, outfit right there is a 1 out of 10. You like that? And a 10 out of 10 at the same time. You I know am, what I'm saying? I am missing two pieces. Of the fit? Yeah, of the fit. You're not going to be able to get it. I mean, you might get one of them. No chain. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. You're not going to get the second one. Your favorite pair of underwear. It's a cock ring. A cock ring? Yeah, Frank Ocean's $20,000 gold cock ring. Bro, the song, now you lost. That's the fucking best song ever made. No. Never recorded. In reality, Wildy bought these chains off Amazon mm. because we went to a concert last weekend. Hell and yeah. they're You know... For you, don't have to spend all this money to to look good to, Absolutely to not. add some some spice, some zest to your to outfits. Add some fucking flavor to the uh, so I have the this, wardrobe. I have this picture on Twitter where you can see what I'm talking about. I'm standing in front of a mirror and I'm wearing the same shorts, but there's a silver chain that I attach from the belt loop. Oh, that's it's just powerful. a nice touch. Yeah, it's just nice. a, it's just a it's a little something. That's nice, man. But I like it. You know, the black nails suit you, by the way. You all, like that? I'm telling you right now, they're a fucking look. They're a vibe, and the nails with the black. I'm yeah. sorry. The rings with the black nails. You see, I, I said that yesterday. I said black nails and ring, and silver rings on so, like it looks it all better. Just pops. It, it looks better than just a bare hand with with rings. The nails are an accent. I don't know if I want to expose myself like this, but fuck it. You know, this is probably something I would just talk about on a meatball episode. But Let's you know what? It. I'm feeling crazy today. Are you gonna the paint nine your out of nails? Ten got me fucking shook. Um, no plans to paint the nails. <laughs> But <laughs> my, toe, pussy. my toenails last night okay. were ridiculous. I'm talking, my, my foot looked like a rake. Ew. Bro, we were watching Dragon Ball Super, and I was cozy in bed, and I took my sock off, and I'm like, holy fuck, I got talons down there. That's disgusting. I looked like Big Bird. Ew. So we took care of that. Good. Now the toes are looking good, the toesies. They're ready. The little piggies are ready to go to the market. But I might paint my nails one day. I don't know if I could pull off the black. Why not? I don't know. My first thought is like a like a fun color. Well, here you go. Here's my word of advice: If anyone out there wants to try something new, you have to commit to the fit. You can't be you can't you be, can't half-ass anything. In no, life. no. Let's no, just no. say that right now. You got to fucking one hundred percent pedal to the metal. Get after it. Absolutely. Why you paint your nails? <laughs> do you do it yourself or do you go get it done? Get it done, bro. You go get it done. So you have you make like a day out of it. Listen, I do things that that, that regular people will be like. <laughs> Huh? Why do you do that? Huh? But why? Sometimes in life, you do shit because you want to do it. Amen. It makes you feel good. I've said this. And it's tried and true. Yeah. As long as you're not hurting yourself and uh, nobody else. Let me break do down. Do your thing. Let me, let me break it down. A lot of guys are scared to go get their nails done, right? You don't even have to get a color. You, you can do clear or you can just you can just get them manicured. Yes. Manny petty. Keep it simple. You've gotten them before, right? Yeah, I have a story about that when you're done. It is probably one of the most relaxing things Fantastic. you can do for yourself. I don't know why there's a stigma around it. I've been getting my nails done for years. I don't think there's as much of a stigma 
when it comes to just the manicure pedicure anymore. Yeah. I think that's on its way out. I think a lot of things that have stigmas are on their way out, which is good. We're, we're moving forward in society. But, like, let's be honest here. People's nails can get disgusting. Yeah. You get dirt and grime under there. Absolutely. You get dead dead skin, your cuticles. You know, your nails are uneven. The left side's looking sharp. The right side's looking a little too dull. Why not get get them freshened up, you know? No problems at all. No problems here. No problems detected. The, <laughs> the people close to your life that you know you'd you be touching would probably appreciate it. They'd say, oh, thank you for pampering yourself. Exactly. Second of would all. Would you like some more squingeal? Second of all, I got straight hair right now, right? Yeah. I'm going to start incorporating the straight hair, different hairstyles and shit, too. I've been going to this place called Dry Bar. You know about Dry Bar? I think you've told me about Dry Bar before. It might be my favorite, like, self-care thing. It's like a spa type of situation? Yeah, it's a, it's a franchise, so it's kind of like... It, it's a typical hair salon, but everything is very like, organized and neat. What are you looking at? You? While you <laughs> tell a story about the Dry Bar? I saw you I saw your, your, your eyes wander. I'm chilling, dude. Okay. Are you, you're appreciating the fit, is that it? Yes. Is it just emanating that? It's fantastic. Thank you. Strong energy. No, so dry bar. They uh they wash your hair, they blow it out for you. They, it's an experience. It's, it's a full on fucking treatment. As you should, King. And I listen. Have you ever gone to like a salon rather than like a barber? Yeah. Do you like the whole head scratch stuff? Oh, it's nice when they put your head in the sink. Yeah, like I was about to pass out. It's fantastic. So that's that's what I've been doing. I went to get a pedicure once, and it was I'm pretty sure it was my first experience getting a pedicure, and it was amazing. Unfortunately, the fucking oh little God. machine that I put my feet in, the water was freezing, and they couldn't figure out for a little bit how to get it to be hot water. So I was like, ah! ah! You know, and I would put my feet in the water. I got my legs burned the other day. From a salon type of situation? I got a pedicure with my girlfriend a couple weeks ago, and... We get like the green tea eucalyptus one, whatever. So what they have you ever seen like the saran wrap that they do? Yeah. So they saran wrapped my legs in a hot towel. <laughs> so like it, it kind of got stuck and how is everything? Everything's great. Yeah. I'm in no pain whatsoever. So I was I was dying on my right leg. And I was like, you know what? I could push through. Like maybe this this heat. It's good for me. Maybe I'll I'll come through on the other side. Absolutely. She did the left leg. I fucking freaked out. I'm okay with heat. My problem is cold. Like if it's a if it's a ve- mm, I shouldn't even say that. We went uh to to Niagara and we made like a nice bath and Kylie made the bath legitimately 150 degrees. It was scorching. Right. I couldn't get in. We had to fucking put the cold water on to... Uh, I thought you said you're good with heat. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm doubling back on what I just said. You're, hip, you're a hypocrite. I, I can do... You're very, you're very confrontational today. We're having a conversation. <laughs> what, you get new nails and straight your hair and you want to fucking fight everybody? I'm Dark Calm Fillion. Calm down. Take a fucking deep breath. I told you. I'm Fuck. Dark Fillion. Dark Fillion, eh? You know when Link, he... You know, he could change his skin and he... Yeah, there's Dark Samus, there's Dark Link. Yeah, I'm Dark Filion. Damn. There's Dark Goku. Goku Black. Goku Black. We're almost at that arc. <laughs> well, not almost. We're, we're watching... We watched a lot of episodes yesterday. Anyway, I can do heat just like when it's really fucking hot. I have some trouble. Um, we had to make sure that the bath got a little bit colder so I could fucking get in. I just don't want to burn my nut bag. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then when it's really fucking cold, I would argue that's worse. I can't go in a pool. If you invite me to a backyard shindig, a backyard get-together, mm. and the pool's a little cold, 
I probably won't go in. I here's, can dip my toes in, but I, I can't be. Here's the rule of thumb. In. Here's the rule of thumb with pools and hosting people, right? Or pool parties. Whatever you think the temperature is good at, and it's Crank your that pool. Shit ten more degrees. Yeah, it, it's it's a five to ten. It's a rule of thumb because oh, it's refreshing. That's when you know it's ice cold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop by. We have chips and salsa and a refreshing pool. No, the, the pools. The pool's temperate. It's it's you know it's relaxing. If you don't have at least three to four dips, I'm not showing up. Call me a diva, all right? Yeah. You gotta have queso salsa. You gotta have fucking guac. I bet you like the buffalo chicken dip. The buffalo chicken dip. I actually had that the last like backyard party we went to. My guy, phenomenal. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Greek dips. I'm talking baba ganoush, which Ooh, is the eggplant. It's been a while since I had a baba ganoush. We come in with some hummus. Mm-hmm. We finish it off with some tzatziki. Hummus with like cherry tomatoes, just as a little snack, by the way, is a fucking, is a great treat. You know, what are your favorite snacks right now? What have you been snacking on? Hmm. Kylie's a big snacker. I, I prefer to have like bigger meals, but if I'm snacking, I got to go with like an Oreo. Couple Oreos. Are we talking like dessert snacks? Are we talking like safe? any category? I mean, snacks a big umbrella. You can you know diverge to different. I always I always have pretzels on deck with the peanut butter or just regular pretzels. Gluten free because I like to snap more. Mm. That that's a hack. Pretzel sticks were big uh, in my family growing up. The yeah. ones that have like the glaze flavor. It's like uh, I don't want to say it's honey. But they have like a sweet flavor when you bite it. It is honey. Is it's it honey, honey? It's honey wheat pretzels. Is it a honey wheat stick? Those are fucking crazy. Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Those were good. And they come in the, the, the container? Yeah. Yeah. And my, my mother always used to get the big tub with the red lid, right? Right? And you would twist it off, and there would be pretzels like fucking this big. Like the, they're in the shape of a pretzel. Yeah. And those had salt salt giblets on them those, that were yay big. Those are the sourdough ones. Those are fucking out of this world. And then, of course, if you're in the mall and you get like an Auntie Anne's, I mean, I'll fucking rip through the ceiling. I'll be so excited. Pretzels, Auntie Anne's are undefeated. Pretzels might be one of the best snacks. Like bar pretzels with a nice... I, I don't do the beer cheese, mm. but I do do the mustards. I even like airport and airplane pretzels. Like when we're when we're on a flight and they bring out those little like 30 calorie fucking pretzels because there's like four in there that yeah. are this big. I you enjoy like those? those. And I like when the pretzels... This is weird. Maybe I'm a fucking freak. You know, let me know in the comments if you think this is weird. I like when the pretzels get stuck to my teeth. And then I just like that's, I taste them. That's for a little, a little weird. Why is that weird? It tastes good because you don't like to do this with a pretzel when you're done. Because they turn into like glue in your fucking teeth. Well, you gotta brush your teeth eventually. I had a fucking nightmare last night. What happened? Were you bleeding? No, it has to do with teeth though, and teeth falling out. You, you had a tooth fall out, Phil. You're no, 23 years old. 24. 25 years old. I'm 26. You're 90 years old. What, what? the fuck? <laughs> No, you know it's a nightmare when you have teeth problems in your dream. You know, like your teeth oh, falling that's out. A, that's a bad sign. That's a bad sign. That's, that means death is coming. That's why I'm Dark Philion. Oh, you're just accepting it at this point. Yeah, you you're have like, to embrace someone's it. Someone's gonna die today. Yeah. In my life. No, so I'll break down the main theme of it. Right. I don't. I don't know where these thoughts come from, but apparently, I got my hands on these. They kind of look like nerds. You know, like the candy. Yeah. And they were blue. Like the actual candy, though, or like the characters that are like the round? No, like, like the candy. Okay. Picture like the candy. Yes. Like uh, baby blue. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, when you were to eat one, it would turn you invisible for 30 minutes. This is in your dream. This is in my dream. Not real life. Okay. Gotcha. Keep going. I was playing some sort of game where you had to like 
one person would, would eat the fucking invisible candy, right? And then you would like, I, I don't know what game it was. Not important. At some point in the dream, the candy in my pocket was replaced with gravel. So I would I went to go put in the candy. It's always gravel. And it was fucking rocks. I yep. was chewing on rocks in my dream. Mm-hmm. My teeth started falling out. And then I couldn't make a dentist appointment. Oh, dude. The amount of anxiety that this dream called me, get this, caused me. Not only did my teeth fall out, but in my dream, I had to find, I had, I had to get to my dentist office, right? I swear to God, this happened about four hours ago. And for whatever reason, in my dream, I could not get the number of the dentist office. So your teeth fell out and you couldn't even replenish them. Yeah, I was like panicking that... I was. I just kept refreshing Google, like in my dream, and I couldn't find the number of the place. It just would not exist. Now, when you woke up though, and you did this, how great was the fucking relief? It was that your teeth were still in there. It was fucking because I've had those dreams a bunch too, where my my dreams when my teeth fall out are usually just like I literally feel each one fall out. It's like yeah, and they like all just fucking dominoes. Unravel. Yeah, and then you wake up. Sometimes you'll like be in one of those dreams. Where you wake up and you're still kind of asleep, but you're able to feel your teeth and go, okay, they're still there. And then you could like go back to bed and enjoy the chaos. Yeah. But sometimes you just wake up and you're like. <gasps> it was kind of like okay. that. It was kind of like that. Those are the worst. I haven't had a dream like this in a long time. So I guess subconsciously this is a great thing. When you wake up and you're like hot and you're sweaty and you're in a pool of your sweat and your fucking face is damp and you're out of breath. They say, you know, you, you recover the most when you sleep. But why sometimes we wake up and we're just, you know. Dying? Literally in a state of sheer panic. I don't know. It's fucked up, dude. I had a very interesting talk with my therapist about anxiety recently. I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not. But I can't remember how we got to this conversation. But it was something along the lines, and I'm obviously paraphrasing that, when we were like back in the caveman days. Did I bring this up to you? No. We were back in the caveman days, and we would see a fucking lion, right, yeah. walk by our cave. We would get a feeling of anxiety. It would be a fight or flight. Oh, my God. There's a lion. My body is alerting me. That's dangerous. I might die. So I feel this visceral of course. stress, weight on my chest, heavy breathing. Oh, my God. This is bad. Now, as we continued to evolve over the years and less physical danger was out there— we started to get the same fight-or-flight anxiety feelings from just regular day-to-day things. Oh, my video is a 9 out of 10? I feel danger. So it's a first-world problem. It's like we used to feel anxiety from genuine threats. Yes. And now we feel anxiety... From dumb shit. Not necessarily from (laughs) dumb shit, but like things that, you know, a 9 out of 10 video won't kill me. It can't kill me. Of course. But yet it makes me feel that fight-or-flight and that stress similar to a feeling of when our great ancestors might have been mauled by a fucking lion. Yeah. How crazy is that? It's definitely crazy. We've evolved in a lot of ways for the better, but that to me seems a little counterproductive. Yeah. I mean, you know, you might wake up late for work. You fucking go to your favorite coffee shop. They don't have the flavor you want. You feel stressed. You feel worried. Fight or flight kicks in. Oh, my God. My my routine is off. (laughs) Our great ancestor goes outside to grab some leaves to make a fucking hut. Yep. And they see a jaguar and they lose a limb. I know. That's fucking real fear. That's real fear. That's fucking fear. Who are we to to get stressed over these little inconveniences? 
But you know, that's that's what makes us human. And everyone's valid to feel stressed and anxious about things that seem way more intense and things that do seem a little bit more like, let's say, mundane. But it's interesting that we're wired that way. That's a whole like red pill talk where it's like, you know, push through, think of your ancestors, all that bullshit. It, mm. It's it's kind of a flawed thought experiment. Yeah. Because everyone does have like, you can't... Okay, in a lot of ways, you, you can fucking run circles around your ancestor that was picking up leaves. I'd, I'd well, if it was hand-to-hand combat, he'd definitely fuck me up. You think they, so? They were just stronger, weren't they? No, that's not always Bro, true. Bro, if you saw, like, the exact replica of me from, like, barbarian times. He would be skinny. Yeah? Yeah. He, he wouldn't look like, th- like this physique? You would fold him like a fucking chair. I don't know about that. Uh, what weights was like what the, weights was that guy lifting? Fucking heavy rocks, boulders. No, he wasn't because my, that... my man was a hunter and gatherer. Okay, I'm a fucking YouTuber. First of all, Phil, Phil first, I'm a fucking YouTuber. First of all, what up, guys? Welcome back. My guy wasn't saying welcome back. He was fighting for his fucking life. No, in no. the barbarian times. No, here it is. Here, it is. here's the truth of the matter. Okay, let's hear it. Back then, primitive Vinny was looking for food. He had to walk. Miles a day. Uh, miles per day, right? He's just scavenging for fucking berries. Mm. This Vinny, his macros are sometimes on point. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're inflated. Mm-hmm. You have a healthy amount of body fat, mm-hmm. I assume. Uh, he, like, the other uh, primitive Vin, he he has to fucking track down a deer for eight days before he eats. This is such an interesting thought experiment. I his, mean, whole, his whole living is just to get the next calories. But you got to understand he would be way more primal and probably more ferocious in hand-to-hand combat where I'm very domesticated and chill. He might go for, like, your fucking head, but, like... <laughs> Bro, he would bite my neck for flesh. Yeah. He would eat me. But you could throw him because he's a bag of bones. He may be wiry. He may why have some... In all, why in all TVs, movies, and media do they always represent, like, barbarians as these crazy, strong, yet primitive minds? Because isn't the whole thing that we got smarter, but we got weaker? Abs- we, were, we were closer to gorillas back in the day. It's absolutely fucking romanticized. People in ancient Greece and shit were not walking around 6'4", 220. They yeah, were, I they probably... Were, I probably... Com- Commodus was 5'6 in the bathhouse, like, just chilling, eating figs. Now you would f- fold now, him. Now I want to fight my great ancestors. Yeah, you would fold him like a fucking. I want to get in a time machine <laughs> and fucking come out. Who wants to fucking yeah. fight? They're all gonna be like, oh, oh, exactly. And I'll just fucking drop these fools, dude. like like flies. Shit, I hate that shit. People romanticize the fucking uh, the old times. Hey. I mean, but do we know that for a fact? Like, are we going to have, like, a fucking historian in the comments being like, actually, Phil, these uh, dudes uh, were fucking Test monsters. levels were higher. That doesn't that doesn't equate to... F- no, he, he, they were not monsters. Humans have gotten bigger since the dawn of time. Do you think they were working out, though? Like, do you no! Think, do you think there's... Because that burns calories. And if you burn calories at the rate that you don't consume them, you fucking die. But there had to have been barbarians and very plentiful and, like nourishing areas that had fucking veggies out the ass, <laughs> the cattle wherever they wanted. Okay, if you're talking like... F- I'm talking wild boar that were just begging to be eaten. If you're talking like farmers, they may be strong physically, but you can't tell me somebody with modern modern knowledge about how to become a stronger, healthier human being is not going to beat the shit out of a fucking... All right, what if, what if we took the stupidest person from modern day <laughs> and put them up against the smartest... Barbarian, who's winning that fight? Probably the barbarian. There you go. I mean, you can do that with anything, though. Because I, I always thought, and maybe I'm just misinformed here, but I always thought that 
as as time went on, we got weaker, but we got a stronger mind, and then we didn't need as many muscles because we were able to be clever. We had wit. <laughs> Dude, Primitive Vin was not walking around like an orangutan. <laughs> I, I feel like he was an orangutan. No. He had long arms so he could grab shit from the trees, and he was just beating the shit out of fools. I don't, I think, I'm, I'm of the, listen, Do I Do you, you know what the early humans look like? Weren't they just like crawling and shit? They look like nematodes, bro. <laughs> they, they had fucking pronated shoulders. They had a hunch in their back from picking up fucking berries. <laughs> I just, you sleep, I just, you have the option of sleeping more than eight hours a day. The other motherfucker was stressed out of his gourd because a bear might rip his throat out. You would fold this guy like a draft. Listen, if you think I would kick the shit out of my primitive ancestor, then I'm going to have to take your word on it. Yeah. But when the time comes that we have the technology to go back in time, <laughs> I'm not going to explore or look at art in the Renaissance era. I'm going back to like 200 BC, and I'm just going to have a stick, and I'm going to fight <laughs> my great, 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 great grandpa, and I'm going to fuck his ass up. Yeah. I Best think- believe I'm going to kick this fool's ass, dog. He will get folded like a lawn chair. All right? It's fucking going down. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, Those are my thoughts on it. And there may be an anthropologist in, in, the, in the comment section being like, you're completely wrong, but I still like to believe that I'm correct. Yeah. I mean, as long as you believe that you're correct. Yeah, because if you're there's not... There's no losing in the battle. There's no shot you're losing in the battle if you believe that you're correct. I, I just... I just look at like that video of the fucking orangutan gripping the guy's leg. He, he okay, but he, like, weren't we more like that? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> weren't we just like we came from apes, right? That's the theory. I mean, I think we're in a simulation, but regardless, we came from apes. Evolution. So at one point, there was like an ape human that was still strong as shit, like but a, not that like, smart, like a hominid. Like a fucking, like a hybrid. Like Humanoid? That. Yes. At that ancestor would destroy me. I don't think so. They're fucking dumb as a rock. Yeah, but an orangutan is not smart. Like when the orangutan grabbed Orang- that guy's leg, he didn't, he didn't kill him. You were, he was just like, you were not a, li- oh, your ancestor was not a literal orangutan though. <laughs> Why is that the funniest statement It, ever? it wasn't. I mean, at one point, it okay. Well, so, if, do you if, think that orangutan is just a human, but thirty thousand years? No, no, no. <laughs> My point, though, if you listen, I don't evolutionarily, know. there's branches, right? And then it turns into a new hominid, humanoid. Okay. So, in this in this argument, if we could say we're gonna follow, we're gonna go back in time, and we're gonna grab. The closest thing to an orangutan, but also that has starting to form into human qualities. You think I'm beating that? Yes. No fucking chance. <laughs> no chance. No they chance. Were the strength, the brute tiny. force. And the weird thing is, the monkeys don't even look that strong, yet they are. It's like when you watch an anime and the scrawny guy is ridiculously powerful, but right. he has no muscle. Let's let's look this. Granted, up. some monkeys obviously have like ridiculous muscles, fibers, and and you can see you know the clear definition. But I feel like a lot of them do be looking lean. Maybe their fur just covers it. Let's look it up. Look it up, dude. Can we beat up our ancestors? You think that's just like an answer or a question that people have been asking? I feel like we broke new ground. The here. hominin games. Okay. Could we beat our ancestors at athletics? 
Okay. So this is sheer performance, right? All right. So this is not like a fist fight. This is just like who would win like a fucking barrel toss. <laughs> okay. An afarensis walked on two legs. They still had ape-like bodies with long, strong There you arms. go. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. And short legs. Yes. Climbing trees to obtain fruits and shelter from predators. <laughs> yeah, they, I can't climb a tree. Phil. Their low mass and curved fingers combined with long <laughs> arms and short stature. <laughs> Fuck. Would have made them well-suited to uneven bars. They would be able to flip, spin, and turn without losing momentum. This is some fucking wiki how. I'm like, just look, saying. Look at this. Look at that picture. <laughs> That's me and you running. <laughs> In the hundred meter sprint. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, what is the fucking category? If we're at the carnival scene, who can hang from the fucking bar the longest? That fu- that ancestor is going to destroy us. Okay. Ramidus is one of our early ancestors living 4.4 million years ago. It had a body similar to that of a chimp, <laughs> but probably walked on two legs. They would have had great upper body strength and leg strength. And unlike chimp, I guarantee the fucking Ramidus couldn't squat 225 if it tried. Probably not, but... It could definitely just, like, like pull itself up from anywhere. Okay. That motherfucker could climb, Phil. Between two to five times stronger than us. What's up, Phil? There's two no t- shot. Two times alone? You get hit by that thing? You're, <laughs> you're fucking snoozing. Are you shitting me right now? Bro, one shot from that fucking ant has a... Oh my. You're fucking dreaming about losing your teeth. Yeah. And then you wake up and they're actually gone because he fucking knocked them out. This is not accurate, bro. I can't believe you're not on the same page no as shot. me with this. I'm washing these motherfuckers. No way. Bro, there's a fucking From... version of you that maybe is a little shorter, but that dude could deadlift 800 pounds with one fucking finger probably. If we were able to like tell a gorilla, all right, here's proper deadlift form. I mean, he's breaking every world record. Okay. Without question. A Neanderthal. Okay. Which was apparently the strongest. A male Neanderthal would have weighed around 80 kilograms. So, I don't know what that means. What the fuck is 80 kilograms? That's like 300 pounds? No shot. (laughs) 2.2 pounds per kilogram. Okay, so it's... He's like less than 200. Yeah, he's 176. He's my literal... He's my exact weight. I am fucking washing Neanderthal, Phil. Bro, but if he's two times stronger than me even, that... That means he's that means he's repping on bench four hundred pounds. Okay, here you go. Ready? Uh, could a modern human beat a Neanderthal in a fight? Okay. If a modern man came face to face with a Neanderthal, who would emerge the victor in a fight? Let's hear it. A Neanderthal would have a clear power advantage over yeah. his Homo sapiens opponent. That's what I'm saying. Many of the Neanderthal archaeologists, bro. If I get another Smithsonian ad, we're gonna have some problems. <laughs> They Jesus want Christ. Go, they want me to go, they to, the want, they want me to go to the museum. Yeah, they want me to spend my hard-earned capitalist dollars. Can you imagine, though, you're walking around the Smithsonian and you see, like, a barbarian statue and you just turn to the tour guide and you go, Hey, who the fuck? Can I kick this fucking guy's ass? Yeah. Who would win a fucking fight? Me or this guy? Me or this clown over okay. here? Okay. Homo sapiens probably have a longer reach, on average, than Neanderthals did and more stamina. Most importantly, we could deploy these advantages to maximum effect using our superior wits. This literal troglodyte, this cave dweller, is going to be like, oh, oh, and then if he if he lands you with a Donkey Kong punch, like, yeah, you might obliterate. But you're not going to let him get that because wait, he's too wait, stupid wait. to comprehend if anything. You just said it right there. If he hits you with the Donkey Kong punch, you're going to be obliterated. I got to hit him a bunch of times. This is what will happen. If you just spawn... In the middle of the wilderness, right? Yeah. In his domain, he steps out the cave and starts scratching his ass and, and his caveman yeah. wife is tending to the fire. 
He's going to be so fucking stunned at the sight of you. You have about a 15-second window to wonky slush yeah. this guy. Yeah. So so I got to hit him before he hits me. Street Fight 101. Yeah. I'm going to walk up to this guy. He's going to be like, hmm? Strike first, strike hard. Fucking headbutt him as hard as I can. <laughs> I wouldn't headbutt him. They got thick skulls. Oh, that's true. I would not. You see, You'd eat that up, right? It depends. I just hurt my forehead. I'll be honest with you, and it didn't even make that much of a noise. I was hoping for like a really good comedic, yeah. like didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> this <laughs> this is definitely. I guarantee we're gonna have back on right before I go back to Canada. Yeah. He's gonna say without a shadow of a. De- we should actually we should call him. I'm curious what he thinks. You know he's going to say the Neanderthal. Hundred percent, he is. Let me let me call this kid right now, because he thought we were crazy when we said we could take on a wolf. Which, to be fair, the more I think about it, yeah, I I think he's right. I I don't know. If okay, could... who would win, a Neanderthal or a wolf? Oh, wolf for sure. You think? I think so because the we have the smarts. We hand to have... hand to hand, or are they allowed to use tools? No tools. Yeah, no tools. Just hand no to hand. No tools. Just hand to hand. Let's see what he says. Yo, I got a quick question for you. You're on the podcast right now. What's up? All right. If you went back in time, right? If we put you in a time machine and you popped up in like 200 BC and you fought. That's your way too great... early. Way too early. Way you too early. Go way okay. Back. Let, let's just say we sent you to fight one of your great ancestors that was like a barbarian, right? Who's winning that fight? You or, or the great ancestor? Oh, man, this is tough. I mean, I'm going to take me all day. Absolutely, You really think you could take the brute strength of like a half chimpanzee, half human? Yeah, I think our knowledge is just Thank you. greater than theirs. Okay, Thank so you. you're you're on Phil's side. I think this guy hits me once. I'm fucking sleeping <laughs> till, till present day. Oh, so you think your ancestors are going to kill you, but you could take on a wolf. So see, okay, we see. literally, right before I called you, we brought up this fact. So I, I kind of changed my wolf perspective here. Maybe a baby wolf I could take. But my whole point is, like, if we've evolved from monkeys, right, and we've gotten way weaker over the years, but we've gotten smarter, I don't know if the smart-to-strength ratio is applicable here. Like, I think if this guy gets his hands on me, he's going to rip me in half. And we know, like, uh, like I know wrestling and stuff. I think I can take you to the ground. Yeah. I think I'm good. He's he's winning he every time. You know what wrestling is. You just know it's like... <laughs> That's true. Like he, Phil said he's going to be so mesmerized by what we look like, we can get a couple shots off before he feels threatened. That's true. That's a good point, actually, yeah. I told Holy you. Shit. All right, listen, Chris, we got to have you on the show before we go back to Canada because we have to we have to d- dive deeper into the subject matter. Oh, it always ends up ta- us talking about it, what, what the animal we could take. Always. <laughs> I mean, that that's just Sunday Sauce 101 right there. <laughs> um, All right, well, listen, have, have, a, okay. have a great rest of your day, and uh, if you see a barbarian, run. Okay. All right, we love you. See you later. Wow, he really he thinks he thinks he can do it. Yeah, I told you. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm misinformed. I could beat the fuck out of Neanderthal Phil with painted nails. All right. I want. I wish we could put this to the test. I wish time. I wish we could simulate shit like that. Bro, that's that's when the metaverse is going to be lit. Yeah. You know, you make fun of it now, but when you're able to fucking time travel metaverse. Yeah. And you can feel like you're in the olden days and you put your hand over a fire and you feel the flame. Uh, your bet your your buddy, your buddy Zuck was on Joe Rogan's podcast and he was talking about how the next step for like the VR headsets is going to be like eye contact. So when you're in the metaverse, you know I look what? at you and you look at me. I think he should nail down graphics before anything because 
because it looks like a failed Nintendo demonstration from 1986. It is so fucking ugly and trash, and I don't want to hear anything about the metaverse until he addresses the graphics. All right, moving on. You know when people say, well, you know, the, the game's graphics aren't that good, but that's not what makes the game great. It's true. The metaverse? You, you, can't, you can't be walking around like me's. I, I, I think this goes against what you're saying, but I just want to bring up another point. I notice right now there's a lot of people in the MCU fandom that are just like shitting on She-Hulk because of the CGI, right? So they keep saying every episode, oh, this looks terrible. Honest to God, and maybe like we've talked about this before, I have a very like, I don't know what, I don't know how to word this. I I get entertained very easily. Like I like a lot of things. (laughs) Okay. Like I can't remember the last time I watched something and I was like, I hate this, right? Yep. While the CGI might not look groundbreaking like one of the fucking movies that has a much higher budget, like, I never watch She-Hulk and I'm like, this looks bad, I'm gonna turn it off. Mm. Like, that doesn't affect my viewing experience. And watching all these people complain about it, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, the the story and the characters and all that, in my opinion, maybe this is just an opinion thing, it's subjective. In my opinion, that just outweighs whether or not you can tell that she doesn't look real. Uh... She-Hulk isn't real anyway, man. <laughs> I saw a tweet. You should just get a muscular bodybuilder and paint her green and you would get a better looking She-Hulk than, than what we got going on. I think it looks awesome. Well, that's your opinion. Exactly. And that's why these things are subjective. I got an itch on my ear. However, my it is a wrong ankle. opinion because She-Hulk is trash. It's fucked up. Shrek. Literally, Fiona has better CGI than She-Hulk. I would respectfully disagree, considering <laughs> one's a fucking Ogre. completely animated show and one's like live action animation CGI. You know, what, I've really been enjoying it. What's honestly. the budget per episode of of She Hulk? Oh, I don't know, but it's got to be. In, I heard it's twenty five mil. It's got to be in the millions. Yeah. Let's see. Let's let's do a little research, Vinny. Budget for She Hulk. Ep- Episodes. By the way, my video is still a nine out of ten. In case you were wondering, uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Yeah, budget as high. Okay. Well, I need to log in in order to yeah, see this article. Got a paywall. These fucking websites. It says the title says budgets with as high as twenty five. I would assume that's twenty five million. Yeah. How many episodes is it? Ten. Uh, I think so. $250 million into a show. A quarter of a fucking billion. And you can't nail down the CGI? That's inexcusable. Listen, I, I don't know the first thing about turning me into a green Hulk. <laughs> so, like, I don't know what that would fucking cost, right. you know, to make it look actual. Like, like Thanos in Infinity War, that motherfucker looked real. You you could picture him in your fucking house. I think a lot of people are, are upset because they've seen what the MCU can do with their CGI. And now... She-Hulk is just not living up to that. I I guess that that's what I don't a lot know of though, people. Are, I'm not yeah, a Marvel. I, person. I guess that's what a lot of people are feeling. I honestly think it looks good though. Like there's definitely shots where it doesn't look amazing, you know. But mm-hmm. like I feel like that's any type of CGI work in general. I think Kane Pixel's Backroom series on YouTube has better CGI than She-Hulk. I still got to make that Backrooms video. You should. By the way, we talked about this on the member episode, getting a little bit of content talk. I did the uh, try. Try to make me laugh. If I laugh, I reset the run Mario stream on, I think it was Wednesday. First of all, it was so much fucking fun. Thank you for everyone that participated. Phil made me laugh about 17 times. I mean, the stinky poop 
Uh-oh. chimpanzee that was Italian. Stinky. Oh, oh, stinky poopy. I was going to send you the original one, but I figured the Italian flair would get Someone sent me the original one after you sent the Italian flair, and I barely smirked. Got you. And I noticed the, the subconscious interesting thing about this challenge that when I laugh at something, if you send it in again, I'm prepared for it. I won't laugh. Right. But the minute long, oh, stinky poopy, I think the favorite one I sent you was, uh, I can smell you pooping. Bro. <laughs> bro, bro, Phil what sent- What are you doing? Yeah. Phil sent one in. It was like, the caption said like, don't poop at school. Don't get caught pooping at yeah. school. Part first, six. First seven seconds. You just see a stall and then a bathroom <laughs> at a school. It takes you back. It's, like it's my favorite TikTok. And then you hear, why are you pooping at school? And I'm fucking dying, like yeah. instantly dying. It was a very, very fun community style stream too. Like I understand why so many creators do it because everybody gets involved. It's like, yo, how well do you know me? How can you make me laugh? What are you going to send in? What have I seen before? What have I not seen before? I ended up being the challenge. I did it in like five and a half hours and that's going <laughs> to end up being a, uh, a Nintendo video, which is going to be cool. More Mario content. And uh, it was a great time. It was really... I'm definitely going to turn that into a series and do that like a bunch of times. Was there any point where you were at like 50 minutes and you got slammed and you started laughing? No, so... What was the breaking point? Like what... what, When you passed a certain threshold? I kept making it to 30 stars and then they would get me. At Lethal Lava Land, these motherfuckers went ham. Gotcha. Like I would literally get in a Lethal Lava... It was a lot of early resetting though. Like I wouldn't... I didn't make it out of Womps, which is the first level, Womps Fortress... So figure around like eight stars. I couldn't make it past like eight or nine stars for like the first three hours, gotcha. if I'm remembering correctly. Then I would make it to Lethal Lava Land. They'd get me there. Then finally, I passed Lethal Lava Land. They got me in the next level. And then after that, I passed that level one time, and then they couldn't touch me. Dylan almost got me. Oh, my God. Dylan was sending in those those British TikToks. Have you ever seen those where it starts off? It's like, wow, 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 wow. Why do British people have gates by their driveways and then it will cut to like well at least no oh bro they're they're hysterical so fucking dylan sends in like a compilation one while i'm in tiktok clock or rainbow road or rainbow ride and i'm just like don't fucking laugh don't fucking laugh because at that point you get like you get like rage you know which one got me which one when the guy leaned up against the door and started farting oh my god and then a ghost popped up yeah Bro, it was the most random fucking video. It's a guy posting up against, like, a door shitting. And then all of a sudden you see, like, a, a fucking ghost. Like, a, a little apparition. Like a lens flare, yeah. And then there's a narration while this guy's farting. So, literally, this guy's just like, oh! That was a silent one. Damn, that would have been great for the uh, demonstration. Sorry about that, Phil. Anyway, he's screaming, oh! And then all of a sudden you hear, and as you can see from the bottom left corner, while a shitting. ghost pulls into frame. Whilst shitting, a ghost comes to say hello. Yeah. It was it was honestly the most fun stream I've had in a long time, and it inspired me to get to a standpoint of like, yes, I go live every day. Yes, I have the streak, but I really want to start getting to the point where I come up with, at le- I'm going to challenge myself at least one stream a week that is like an event stream of like a challenge or something that's just completely out of the norm that I normally do that will then be repurposed to be a Nintendo video. Because A, I think that's working smarter, not harder. And B, it's fun for everybody involved. And C, it's Dummy OP Braxton Broxton. Yeah, I understand that. So, that's my game plan. You got your whole new studio 
deliver today. You're going to set everything up. Can we expect a, a highly advanced Philly on stream this evening? No, it's not a streaming setup. It's an editing setup. Oh, so that's for your editing. Yeah. So are you going to set it up in the same office? Basement. Oh, shit. Yeah. Just bought a home theater, too. Okay. Okay. So to walk us through it, tell everyone what you got, because the meatballs, I think, know what you got, but I don't know if we talked about your main setup in a main episode. Maybe we did. The editing did. setup? Yeah. So I got this nice desk. It's gray. Going to keep it neutral color schemes, strong, right? Strong. Yeah, I mean, we love gray. We're sitting on a gray couch right now. So nice big desk. I got two LG Ultrafine 27-inch monitors because I prefer the dual monitor setup rather than the widescreen. Dual is nice. I, I do dual when I'm in Canada. I do widescreen while I'm home. Both are great. I got a custom Tofu 84 from KBDFans.com. They send you mechanical keyboards and you get to customize what you want. Nice. So I have, they're called Creams. That's like the, the switch. You know how mechanical keyboards, like the different customizations, yeah. the tactileness. I got the new Razer Death Adder V3, wireless and white. So the whole theme I is... Love, I love Razer. I have all Razer in my, in my office. And then I got the Mac Studio with the... I got the the Ultra, not the... What's like the most kitted Mac? There's the Max, and then the, the Ultra is above the Max. No? I got the Max. Okay, so there's the Max and the Ultra Max. I didn't get the Ultra because the Ultra is basically two of the Max chips just yeah. stacked on top of it's each other. It's like double the power, right? And from all the research I did... um. It was just like not like all the speed tests. Uh, there's diminishing returns with any computer part. Like you're paying for once you pass a th- th- certain threshold, you're not seeing a one to one performance increase. Yeah. So I went with the Mac Studio, two terabyte with the M1 Max chip. Bro, I'm telling you right now, you're going to be blown away when you're editing on this thing. For perspective, again, like diminishing returns and how good these computers have gotten, my MacBook Air, the the brand new one that came out, the M2 chip, I mean, I'm not editing like insane amount of files. Like I literally just use that vid- that machine to edit ad reads. So it's just like B-roll shots, yeah. clips, whatever. But that machine literally works beautifully and renders ridiculously fast. And that's in a fucking computer with no fans. It's like this thick. I know. That thing that you just got... You could probably, in real time, have like 8K raw files. Yeah. Like, that fucking computer could fuel a fucking <laughs> rocket ship at NASA. It's just it's a insane. giant block, too. Yeah, it's, it's just sick. a fucking square. It's so pretty, right? Did you take it out of the box already? Yeah. It's so cool. So Was the s- box small that it came in? Yeah, it's like, it literally looks like a GameCube. That's crazy. And the w- pff, Apple's boxes must be like $100 alone. Yeah, they're nice. Bro, you open this thing up, and it has a four-way... Like opening, kind of like, kind of like a chest opening in like a Zelda game, you know? Yeah, they like unfold. Right? Yeah, each yeah, yeah, yeah. side of the fucking cube unfolds. Yeah, they've always had really cool packaging. I know it's not something that's like necessary, but it is a nice touch when you open an Apple product and you're like, "Whoa, this experience was cool." They were the. Fr- I wonder if they they have to have a patent on boxes on, on the the features that they have in I think the so. unboxing. You know, like back in the day, you would get a product and you would have to find. <laughs> where the plastic bunches up to rip it off or you'd have to like take a knife to like the indents in the box and then Apple came along and started doing the Tear the things. pull tab which is like hindsight yeah that's the most genius thing ever whoever the fuck came up with that is definitely a multi their box guy needs a fucking raise for real 
And then Apple also, I'm pretty sure they were the first ones. Or maybe they took this technology and, and weren't the first to do it, but I would assume they were the first to do it. Kind of perfected it. When everyone would, when everyone would, knows. When you would open a laptop, and usually you'd have to like turn the box over to get it out or like finagle with it in the inseams. Apple then put another tab that you'd pull up, and they still use this to this day. It's just more modernized. You pull the tab, your laptop raises off the tab, and then you grab it. It's like... Little minuscule things that you wouldn't even bat an it eye at. It presents cool. itself to you. Yeah. It's crazy. It's very nice. But yeah, I want you to tell me when you start rendering, like how the render files, what the speed is and stuff like that. So is your editing, um, I'm trying to think, process, that's the word, do you still have Patty cut up the video and then you add like all the like finessing to it? Or do you do everything now? Like what? what was the inspiration to get a crazy strong machine. Clearly you're very hands-on with right. with the editing that you're doing in your videos. So my current workflow is if it's a reaction video or something that I'm comfortable with other people touching, I send it to Patty. He does everything. Oh, okay. So he does the whole like commentary style videos. He Patty does all the commentary videos. Awesome. Okay. I have a thumbnail guy that does all the thumbnails that I just, you know, verbally tweak with him. Yeah, and then tell he adjusts. him the visions and stuff like that. But my new workflow <clears throat> is going to have the same output of commentary videos i'm going to have patty start taking over the stream stuff turn that into the second channel videos and then the reason why i got the big setup the big boy setup was because i'm going to be doing like passion projects and those are like the full philly experience where i'm handling everything beautiful so start to finish on the mac baby yeah i like i'm excited that's dope yeah i've started to add more editors on board to the nintendo team <clears throat> and i'm super fucking stoked like it might be a crazy thought, but I would I would love to get to the point where I have like four or five editors that I'm working with that I could really, if I want to record five videos in a week, I could have the next week all those videos like ready to go. Yep. And not to say that I would post four videos a week, but honestly, at the most, I'd like to get to three a week. Like during during my like my one of my favorite pieces and co of content was during quarantine when Logan was doing the three vlogs a week. He was literally putting out a video, I think it was Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then they had their two podcasts, I think it was Tuesday, Thursday at the time. But it was five pieces of content a week, and everything was obviously, like, thriving. Like, I don't think, I don't think you could, we always talk about this, what's better? Post more, post less, quality, quantity, that type of conversation. I think the quality always has to be there, and I never want that to dwindle. But I do think if you're posting three times a week versus once a week, it can't hurt or help. I think it's just what works for like what you're putting out. Right. You get what I'm, it you depends get what on the medium of the content. Yeah. Like I do think I could post three gaming videos a week on Nintendo. Here's an example. And people won't be like um, oversaturated to it. Jake Tren, who's in hot water right now for his sponsorship plugs because he'll criticize the very thing that he gets sponsored by. Mm -hmm. He absolutely blew up, went from a thousand to a million subscribers in a year right now. He's so crazy sitting at 1.4 million either way. He got to a point where he has everything outsourced and it's kind of like a media company more than his YouTube channel now. But the problem with that is people got oversaturated with these highly produced mini documentaries where it's, they're literally like sick of it. Mm. Like it's too much content. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's it's weird because I don't know where the YouTube landscape really falls right now with this because I know at one point it was like, we talked about this with someone like Greg Doucette, right? He was putting out like three videos a fucking day and they were all doing really well. Yeah. So there's definitely been a time in YouTube where like... It depends what you want. Do you want money or do you want long-term career? Yeah. In my opinion. 
right now my main goal is just to get more subscribers. I mean, that's kind of been my goal forever. Like I just I'm I'm finally seeing the organic growth on Nintendo and it's the most like invigorating right fantastic passion fueled fucking thing. But I I do want to like take that to the next level and we talked about this a little bit before the show started because we didn't want a, a whole chunk of the episode to be about content. Um but I do feel like it is still really early where it's only been Literally, it's only been two months, which is so weird because I feel like I've been doing Nintendo for years now. I, I don't know how that makes any sense. Well, for subscriber growth, the number one important thing, I think YouTube is in this space right now. Long form, evergreen content. Yeah. That's it. The yeah. the shorts, you know, everyone was flooded with these shorts, Instagram reels, TikTok, uh, fucking, uh, what's the other one? YouTube There's shorts. TikTok, YouTube shorts, reels. I the, mean, the antidote players. to that is well-thought-out, highly-produced, long-form content. And th- there's a market that is starving for that. Yeah. It's interesting, too. Right now, it seems that the channels that are doing the long-form and and shorts are growing faster. That's, yeah. like, the new uh, data point that a lot of people are realizing. And I started doing that on Original 151, where I started posting shorts on the days that I'm not uploading, like, main uh, piece of content. And my views are higher than they've been in like months. Like it's clearly, it's clearly working. Like there is a, an appetite for both. But I agree with what you're saying. It's like there's so much short form content on all these other app, all these other apps and platforms that when you do get a long, you know, ten to twenty minute video, even longer, you're like, oh, this is exciting. This is something that I can like really digest and sink my teeth into, as opposed to just scrolling through content on a feed on a vertical feed. Right. And. The fucking shit's always changing. We've talked about this a million times, but like, who knows? Maybe in you know another six months, the algorithm will favor posting once a month, and it's like a forty-minute video versus short. I think that's where it is. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. I also have never experimented with that on Nintendo, which I really want to. I wanna every video I've posted has been less than twenty minutes. I want to like really cultivate like a forty-five minute fucking Dude, slapper. If I had it my way, full creative f- freedom, didn't have to worry about any sort of budget or like anything, right? I would probably post four times a year, once That's every crazy. once every three months. I really think my best work comes with three months to flesh out an idea. Yeah, well, it makes sense. I mean, the more time, the more effort, the more energy you can expend into something. And on top of that, I'm not even sure if expend is a word, but anyway, is that a word? Expend, yeah. That use that in the right context? Yeah. Beautiful. I'm energy expenditure. Yes. The rate at which you expend energy. The more you give into something, you know, you would assume the better the product would be, especially in a type of content where you have to do research, do your editing, do your pacing, do your storytelling. So yeah, I mean, I think that I think that would be sick. I think you'd be able to do that if you just really up your streaming. Yeah, because by doing that, you'll be able to put out content still that are commentary reaction type things like, yeah, it's not structured like a full blown Philly on video. But if you went live five days a week for sure and built that up and then you did, you know, one video that you're working on four times a year, there's no reason why you can't do that. It's a good idea. I mean, that's ultimately the goal, but. Absolutely. That's fucking awesome. I, I'm excited to see where we take shit. I mean, I know that's a very cliche thing to say, but my fucking energy <laughs> expenditure has been just full throttle Nintendo, just trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. And I definitely haven't been afraid to try new shit. It's just like when you try something new and it doesn't perform well, you, you feel upset. You know, it's, it's, it's hard not to. Yeah. 
but then you don't want to shoehorn yourself into doing the same shit anyway. So it's it do be a double edged sword. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm kind of numb to the fact that all these creators they talk about you know. I know the algorithm. I know this works. I know that works. He's all skilled. There's zero luck involved. And he's just like, bro. I think there's 1,000% luck involved. There's so much luck involved and nobody's willing to admit it. I just feel like if, you're, if your title's good, your thumbnail's good, your impressions through cl- uh, click-through rate are good, your watch time's good, everything's great, you still might not have a banger video if they don't push you. But yeah. I guess the argument is if all those things are truly great, they will push you. It's false. That's big, that's big Mr. Beast YouTube propaganda. Yo, he tweeted the other day. This was interesting. He tweeted the other day, if you're in the New York area and you'd want to be in a video, let me know or something. And I replied like instantly because I have his notifications on. And then like all of the Canto kids, shout out to you guys, by the way, fucking love you. We're like, vouch, vouch, vouch. And I got a lot of likes and a lot of engagement. And then he deleted his tweet. We were on our way to the VMAs when I saw this. And I'm like, oh, I wonder why he deleted it. Maybe like he just put that out to see like an initial surge, took some names down, then deleted it because he didn't need any more people. Yeah, I don't know. But then he tweeted that he's doing like a burger thing uh, in Jersey. And then he was like, I'm going to try my best to like meet everybody, but there's going to be like... Because he's a opening a physical location. I think so, yeah. So I don't know if that was related or not, but he was tweeting like, I want to, you know, make sure we manage expectations. It's going to be really hard to like see everybody. And there's going to be like... I, I think I that. think the tweet said like 20,000 people are expected to to show up dude that's that's true fucking influence that's crazy i still have to try a beast burger have you tried one yet nope we should try we should get them for the next episode have christopher on wall eat a fucking beast burger oh uh, yeah i i missed the shrek quesadilla do you remember that the shrek quesadilla baby <laughs> fucking green quesadilla we're going to the city today i'm not sure what we're doing i'm sure kylie's doing some research on some stuff now but we're gonna have a nice city day it's gonna be good. Last night, dude, I was I was fucking craving rigatoni with a bolognese sauce, nice meat sauce, and I got it. And I and I just got that. I I decided usually what I do if I order from like an Italian place, app entree dessert, gotta get like pizza, chicken roll, garlic knots, whatever. I literally just had the rigatoni, and the bolognese. I ate it. I didn't feel like a fucking fat bastard after. And I I felt good, and I was I was satisfied. It was nice. Good. I went for a run the other day. How'd that go? Just ran for one mile. I felt like I was going to fucking die. Meanwhile, I was running well over three, like two weeks ago. Bro, you don't use it. You lose it so fast with cardio. It's it was, insane. It was like a wake-up call. I was like, this is disgusting. So, yeah. I'm but you'll to- realize, like, if you do, even if you do, like, two or three runs a week, by next month, you'll be back at, like, eight miles, no problem, probably. Yeah. You, you you pick it back up very quickly, too, which is weird. It's, it's annoying. But, yeah, we might go to a, a Yankee game. I definitely want to get, like, a nice... Nice dinner. I love going Ballpark, to Frank. Ballpark, Frank. Get your doggy. Five dollars. Nice fucking dirty dog. Oh, speaking of, you know who can be on the podcast next week? Frank. Because uh, I don't even know if I told you this. We're going uh, to Vegas, like, very soon. Really? Yeah. And um, Frank's flying in next week, and he's going to hang out here for a couple days before we go. But, um, yeah, we can definitely have him on the show for, yeah, next week's sure. public episode. We'll have Frank on. Frank the Tank. Time. It's gonna be the first guest on the on the couch. On the casting couch. Fucking legendary Frank coming through. Absolutely. What else? What else you got going on this weekend before we wrap it up? Besides like, working on the studio, any fun plans? You got like a birthday party tomorrow or something, right? Birthday party tomorrow. Good shit. Good shit. Labor Day pool party on Monday. Nice. Yeah, where well, it's gonna be like going SLS to grandma's house. SLS like Miami style, you know. Ooh, that's cool. Cocktail girls, giant titties. 
I can't tell if this is like satire or if you're actually like having a theme. Like <laughs> no, what is going I'm on? I'm kidding. Here. Okay. I'm gonna show up with with the big yiddies though. Big yiddies out. Yeah. Nice. I've. Uh, I'll leave it at this. I'm very much so wanting to get a tattoo. Mm. And I need you guys in the comments to give me some advice and some some positive uh, encouragement here because here's the thing. I'm very meticulous. I'm very peculiar. I have OCD. So, like, I'm worried if I get a tattoo and everything's perfect, but then two weeks later I notice that maybe, like, if I got a Blastoise, the claw might be a little bit off-center, then I'll flip the fuck out and I can't change it. So that's what's kept me from getting tattoos up until this point. But then I also think I need to just understand the imperfections of life, career, business, relationships, whatever you're doing. Nothing's perfect. So if the claw is a little bit off, not a big fucking deal. I think those are both two valid thoughts. I'm ready, man. I'm ready to put some art on the fucking canvas. Are you done? Are you done? Are, is it going to be just like things that you you like, or is it going to be like a more thematic, artistic approach? I would really like my right arm to just have all Nintendo characters. A Nintendo like sleeve. Like a Nintendo sleeve. Mario, Bowser, Yoshi... All the all the homies. That's pretty. And then I, I would love one day to like make this my anime arm. Where I have like fucking <laughs> Dragon Ball Z stuff, FMAB, Demon Slayer. I think that'd be really fucking cool. The two sleeves are just they're they're badass. The double sleeve. I might go double. I don't know. I, I mean, I have no fucking tattoos right now. I can't really talk. Like right. I'll get two fucking sleeves, but it would be cool. Yeah, I don't know what my tattoo style would be. Maybe Dark Filion will start experimenting. Yeah, dude. I mean. The look is on point right now. If you just showed up with like a fucking skull on your calf, fuck yeah, dude. I, w- I wouldn't go skull on the calf, but I, I I do like the look of like... Like tattoos? Kind of, yeah. Like tattoos are cool. Like when you wear short enough shorts, like those shorts would be perfect and you have like a quad tattoo of like a fucking dragon. Yeah. Just ready a, to grant just your dragon. eternal wish. Hey. It's entirely possible. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching this episode of The Sunday Sauce. If you enjoyed, subscribe. Tell your friends about us, all right? And what else should they do, Phil? Say hello to the grandmother for we me. We fucking love you guys. Thank you for everything. We'll see you guys on Wednesday if you're a meatball for that member-exclusive content. And the next public episode, we'll have our boy Frank the Tank on the show, unless he just doesn't want to be on. Unless he decides not to come on. It's entirely possible. But we've been, honestly, if I could give myself and ourselves some feedback, the episodes lately have been cream of the crop, God tier, S tier. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you guys want us to talk about moving forward, if you have any feedback, tips, tricks, whatever. And let us know if you can beat up your ancestors. I don't think you guys can, but Phil does think indeed that you can. <laughs> so does Creed TV. So does Creed TV. Yeah, we got to have Christopher on too. Maybe we'll do a fucking double feature, Christopher and Frank. We'll see what happens. We love you guys. Thank you for watching. Peace.